For the past few weeks at Trinity, we've been in the book of Acts. We've been going through the book of Acts for the last couple of weeks. Two weeks ago was Pentecost Sunday, where we remembered this amazing story of God giving us his Holy Spirit coming down on the group of believers, and pretty amazing things happened. That's why the banners are still up. We're still in that season where we're remembering the Holy Spirit today. And this morning's sermon scripture is short. It's five verses. It's at the end of Acts chapter 2. So I invite you, if you'd like to, to grab a, a Bible in the pew, follow along, or you can just check it out on the screen. It's Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. Listen to God's word. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. Awe came upon everyone because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. Let's pray together. Gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable and pleasing in thy sight. O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This past week, for some reason, I've been reflecting on my first few months when I was associate pastor here last year at Trinity. And like most new jobs, I was given a whole host of meetings that were set up for me in the first two months. Lots of people to meet with, lots of things to talk about, lots of information to learn, spend time doing some of the meticulous little things downstairs in the office to kind of get to know the church community. Um, And those were all great, but there were also, you know, some mundane things. Anyways, Pastor Mary thought it would be good if I got to meet this guy by the name of David Sheeran. Many of you know who David is. He's the pastor at Street Church, uh, and he was here this week, actually, on Tuesday night talking about panhandlers, and what do you do when you spend time with people that are homeless, and how do you respond to that? So Pastor Mary thought it would be a good idea if the two of us could connect and get to know each other and meet and learn a little bit more about Street Church, one of those initial meetings. So it was about this time a year ago, Uh, Pastor Mary and I went down to Pete's Coffee on Laurel, met David, got some iced coffee because it was hot like today, and we sat outside on that little patio, and I thought I was going to get a lecture about street church for the next hour, but but instead David just shared his life story for 45 minutes. I hardly got a word in, and he just shared his whole life story with me, his whole Christian journey, and I got to share mine with him after that, and it was a wonderful moment. It was just a delight to spend time with David, sharing our Christian journey, sharing our stories with one another. It was an amazing little moment of time. That moment became a meaningful experience of Christian community for me as I moved here. Uh, You all are a Christian community for me as well, but it was just this delightful thing that I got to spend time with David, sharing our life stories. It was like meeting a brother in Christ. We'd never talked to one another before, but we had this connection. 
that only happened in and through the work of the Holy Spirit, and it was delightful. Two people that never had met each other, and it was just this delightful thing. Today's scripture is about the first community of Christians. It's about the first community of Christians, the first time that the Bible talks about a community that's gathered as Christians. Before this, there's Jesus, his followers, the disciples, but then Jesus leaves and he gives the Holy Spirit. And one of the results of the gift of the Holy Spirit is Christian community. It's Christian community. So today, I actually just want to, instead of me just telling you a bunch about Christian community, which I'll get to later on in my sermon, but I want us to have an experience of sharing and being in fellowship with one another also. One of those things at the very beginning of that Acts passage I read to you is it says that they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, to breaking bread, and to prayers. So I actually want to ask you this question. What, what has been a meaningful experience in your life in Christian community? What is a meaningful experience you've had in Christian community? Think about it for a second, and then I want you to share it with somebody sitting around next to you. Sound good? Think about it. Whatever comes to mind right away. Don't have to dig for a really good one. Don't dig for a really powerful story. Just whatever comes to mind right away. I'll find somebody next to you, say hello, point to your name tag, share your name, and then share that story that comes to mind. Okay? What's a meaningful experience you've had in Christian community? Take three or four minutes and go for it. Share with somebody sitting around next to you. How are we doing? Need another minute? Raise your hand if you feel like you've shared. Okay, I'll give you another minute or two, okay? One, another minute. Okay, people are getting, people are getting quiet. People are getting quiet. Bring it back in, bring it back in. 
No, it's good. I'm glad you're all having an experience of fellowship with one another. That's what I wanted to do this little activity. <laughs> no, Drew? Uh, I wanted to do this activity because I wanted us to share and experience fellowship with one another. And just sharing a story, identifying that church isn't just about this interaction, me and you all, but it's about those who are sitting next to you. Um, it's about the people that are around us and are next to us. And also, when I asked this question, I, I made an assumption. I asked, what is a meaningful experience you've had in Christian community? Not, have you had one? But I made this assumption that if you're in the pews, you've probably had a meaningful experience in Christian community at some point in your life. At some point in life, you've probably had a meaningful experience. Whatever that looks like, something that's been meaningful, I think that meaningful experience is the result of this gift of the Holy Spirit. Just like in Acts, just like in Acts chapter 2, God gifts us the Holy Spirit. And what an amazing, incredible thing. And then one of the results of that is that God wants us to be in community with one another. God wants us to be in fellowship with one another because that is how the Holy Spirit is working in our midst, in and through one another. I want to tell a couple stories about how I see the Holy Spirit showing up in our community right now. I shared this story earlier about me and one other person, um, but a lot of the times we think about community, we think about church, um, and that's great. Uh, that is exactly what the Bible's talking about, but sometimes in the New Testament, I thought I'd share this as background information also. The Greek word that's used for church is this word called ekklesia. Ekklesia really means assembly. It was used in the first century to talk about any gathering of humans at all. It wasn't necessarily devoted to religious purpose. It was any kind of assembly or gathering or congregation of humans. So the church uses that. They take on that word to talk about their special kind of gathering that's been gifted to us in the Holy Spirit so we can have community with one another. So sometimes when we talk about church, we think about this big institution thing. But in the New Testament, like this first community, they're thinking of congregation, people, not institution, but you. You, one another, side by side. So here's, here's two of the things I've been thinking about, about how I've seen the Spirit giving us this gift and then the work of that Spirit in our context. One of those things, which is something we talk a lot about, but a month ago we were at Great Getaway, Trinity's all-church retreat. And to me that is just, um, there are so many special moments about that retreat and about how the Holy Spirit made it possible to have pretty profound, meaningful experiences of Christian community. A lot of things that were meaningful, a lot of things that were based on teaching, but there's also just some really fun moments. One of those moments was on Saturday night, we do this thing called uh, Talent No Talent. We borrowed it from the Mexico mission trip. We stole it from Drew. <laughs> this is Drew's idea for the Mexico mission trip, and we just stole it. Um, but it's really fun because people can come and bring their talents they get up on a stage, they share their talents with one another, and I have to tell you, my imagination is that they would never do this if it weren't at church, a lot of these things. They are so nervous about it in other places, but at church they feel this safety, this comfort that they can be free in who they are and sharing their talents with each other in the church context in a way they wouldn't outside of it. One of those moments that stood out to me was Gianna, who's drawing over there, Gianna asked if she could sing You Are My Sunshine. 
Gianna, how old are you? You're five? Six. You're five. Okay, my first guess was right. You're five. And she got up on stage and she started to sing, You Are My Sunshine. It was awesome. Everybody else jumped in afterwards and started singing with her too. Now look, a five-year-old singing in front of 80 people is pretty terrifying, right? It's almost terrifying just getting up and standing up in front of singing in front of us on church on Sunday mornings. Um, But she felt comfortable and safe in that space to share her talent with the church. It was really cool, Gianna. It was really cool. And I think that's the spirit at work where we're just a church that's committed to intergenerational relationship so that a five-year-old can be present with all of us sharing who they are and their gifts and their talents. Of course, we still have a long way to go intergenerationally to honor every generation in this church, but I think I've seen some big change in the last year and a half since I've even been here. Things like Gianna feeling comfortable to sing in church and even lead in worship on Sunday morning sometimes. It's been really awesome. One other thing I've been thinking about too recently is with the youth ministry at Trinity. Um, I'm on the youth ministry team. Youth ministry is one of my responsibilities at the church. And about five months ago, I noticed that none of the high school students in our church are members of the church, which is interesting. A lot of churches, uh, high school students are members. And one of the principles of sticky faith, this idea of youth ministry, is to involve teenagers in the whole life of the church. So if we're going to involve them in the whole life of the church, I thought that's one thing that we should involve them in, or at least invite them to be part of that process if they'd like to be part of that process. So we came up with this idea of the Sticky Faith Ministry Team that we would invite people to come to breakfast at 8.47 a.m. on Sunday mornings. I'd make waffles for them with delicious toppings, and then we could have topics or we could have conversations on theology, Bible study that would prepare for inviting them to a new member orientation. In theory, it sounded like a great idea, but in practice, it was a bad idea. (laughs) Nobody at 8.47 a.m. on a Sunday morning wants to talk theology and talk Bible study. Well, not nobody, but uh, (laughs) high schoolers. (laughs) High schoolers didn't. I would ask funny questions like, so what do you think about God? And just, (laughs) right, guys? (laughs) It was brutal. It was tough. But that's on me, actually, as pastor. I think I feel this inner pressure somehow that content needs to happen. Like there needs to be some teaching, some content when I'm gathered together with the community. Uh, It's probably some weird internal pressure on my end. So this last meeting we had waffles a couple weeks ago. And this time, instead of trying to force an awkward conversation at 8.47 a.m. with seven or eight high school students, I just said, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do that this time. We talked about it at the Sticky Faith team meeting. We said, just don't do that. Just do relationship. Just do relationship. So I made waffles again. We sat around the table. We played a game. We did get-to-know-you questions. Most of the high school students in this church, they don't go to the same high school together. So a lot of them don't know each other apart from their connection here in this place. So this time it was great. It was wonderful. We ate waffles. We talked about who we are. We shared get-to-know-you questions. We shared highs and lows, and we prayed together right before church. And then they all came up here for worship. This week when I was reading this scripture, 
This week when I was reading the scripture, it dawned on me. Acts says they devoted themselves, those first Christian community, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. Awe came upon everyone because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. This week, that one verse, the very beginning, stood out to me. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And I realized that's the content. That's the content of that Sunday morning time with the high school students. We were eating waffles, not breaking bread, but might as well be. We were sitting there in fellowship with one another, and we were praying with each other. That was content enough to create a space for community, to let the Holy Spirit work in that place, to connect one another around a unique identity of coming to church on Sunday mornings, which is totally unique in this place. It's very unique in this place. Last story. Last week, I took Sunday off. I hadn't had a Sunday off in all of 2016, so I took a weekend, and Katie and I went camping together It was really nice. It was nice to get a little break, get some rest. Um, I felt totally at peace over the weekend. It was beautiful. We were up in northern Sonoma, and it was really nice. And I actually realized something about our culture. I feel like I get it now. I feel like I get it. There are so many beautiful places around here. Uh, This is an amazing place to live. It really is. It's an awesome place to live. There's beautiful things, beautiful places to go, lots of things to experience. And it's delightful when you have a two-day weekend to go do some of those things. And to kind of just go get out somewhere, take a deep breath, relax, have fun. But I also found myself coming back this week just thinking, what a gift this is. What a gift this community is. Not for me, but I just think for one another. I wonder, and I trust that the Spirit's been present in your life when you were sharing those stories with one another. Just how good and pleasant it is when brothers and sisters live together in unity. How good and pleasant it is. Let's pray. Gracious God, thank you for this community. Thank you for this fellowship of believers here. Thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit. And it's because of the Holy Spirit that we can have fellowship with one another. That's the work of the Holy Spirit, to create the church to create congregation, to help us with fellowship, teaching, breaking of bread, and praying. We can't do any of that apart from your Holy Spirit. And so, God, give us eyes to see and ears to hear where it is that your Spirit is present in our midst. Help us with that, God. And thank you for this day and this worship service. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.